Allison Petty. I am your host today with Sarah Miller, and I'm going to wait for everybody to get into the room and we're going to get rolling. Again, my name is Allison Petty. Today we're talking about one of my most favorite topics in the whole world, because honestly, (laughs) without this, it's like trying to run a marathon without shoes. Although maybe I need a better example because sometimes people run marathons without shoes. I just wouldn't do it, right? And so um, if you are one of our aligned coaches, someone hop over into the group in both groups, if you will, our paid community and our free community and let people know we're starting right now with the link. That would be great. And then we're going to get rolling. Sarah, I see you. I'm going to make you my co-host so that you can unmute um, when we're going. And so Today, we're talking about goal setting. And again, for those of you who just joined, my name is Allison Petty. Um, I am a health coach. I've been a health coach for 10 years. If you don't have your video on, it's totally fine. I just want you to know I'm not going to call on you if you show your face. And I do want to encourage you to show your face only because studies show that when you show your face, it makes you it like gives your brain the memo to like be more engaged and to listen. And so your brain actually hears better and processes information better if you're eyeball to eyeball with people. And that's just me. But I also understand like we put this on a podcast. So a lot of people are just vi- like um, um, auditory and that's totally fine. I just want to challenge you that you can show your face. I'm not going to call on you or do anything weird. Right. Okay. Let's get going. Um, Today, we're talking about the importance of goal setting. And I know a lot of y'all are probably like snooze alert, and maybe that's you. But I really want to challenge, encourage you to stay present today, because I'm going to share with you why you would want to goal set, how to goal set. And then we're actually going to give you one of our workbooks that is so incredibly amazing that's going to help you um, learn how to start making this a really great habit. And I think what you'll find is that, yes, goal setting in January 2023 is amazing for our health, but I hope what you'll find is you start setting these goals in other areas of your life, in your finances, in your parenting, um, in your marriage, um, in, in other ways. And so I'd love to hear in the chat, if you guys will, pop into the chat. What are your goals for 2023? And I have like 9 million, but I'd love to know, like, what's your top goal, right? What's your top one or two goals? Um, I know that a lot of us are here for health. And so I imagine a lot of it is probably weight loss and that's totally okay. But I'd love to hear some other goals too. So um, being present with my kids, like when you think about what you want to create in 2023, and for those of you catching the replay or us on the podcast, really pause and think about it for a minute. What do I want to create this year? Because now's the time to create the path for you to see it. It's one thing to want it. It's another to actually set intention to create it. And I'm going to get caught up in the chat. Finishing my house, being present with my kids, being consistent with my routine, feeling better physically and mentally, organizing, spending quality time with my spouse. My top goal is to lose 50 pounds. I'm getting married in June. That's awesome. Congratulations. 
Um, Zoom user, it says Zoom user. Zoom user, if you're one, if you're on one of our nutrition plans, our clients lose 10 pounds a month. So I just want to give you um, just really the confidence to know that if you are on one of our plans, you're on your way. And if you are on one of our plans, connect with the person who invited you here or someone in our coaching community and get hooked up to make that happen because it's totally available for you. Brianna or Brianna says self-control, <laughs> right? <laughs> Quality time, health habits, surviving moving, loving me and self-care in 2023. Emily's saying I have no volume. Emily, you might need to leave and come back, but maybe you can't hear me say that. Will someone type that in the chat? <laughs> she needs to leave and come back and join with audio. Good. I love this. And so I want to ask you, not this is this is not the place that you come to get shamed this is the place you come to feel empowered and like these people know what they're talking about and i love these tips and i feel like i can do it and then you go off into the week and you practice it and then you come back next week and it's like uh that didn't really go so well but i'm not going to beat myself up about it i'm going to investigate why it didn't go well so my question for you is is how many of y'all type a one in the chat if you have your goals and your intention for the year written down in a, either a written or a typed format, type a two in the chat if you don't. Okay, I'm seeing lots of ones, lots of twos, working on them today, lots of twos, 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 twos. And I, I mean, I wanna be honest, I've been coaching for 10 years the last two years are the first time that I like really practiced what I preached and like sat down and wrote them out. And I'd say that like in the last two years, it's never been more apparent that writing them down is incredibly important. Um, and I'd love to know for those of you who haven't written them down, type in the chat, why haven't you? Is it because you haven't had the time? Is it because, I don't know, just they're in my brain and that has always worked for me? Um, maybe you're not a writing person or you don't have a journal, like, let me know in the chat, what's keeping you from writing them down? Or maybe you don't understand the importance, right? Okay. I usually don't write them down. I know a lot of us, we don't write them down. Yeah. It's hard to get them written down, overthinking it. I didn't know I needed to. Well, I'm glad you're here today. Um, Sarah is going to come chat with us today. And we're going to talk a little bit about um, a little bit of data and energy behind writing goals. And Sarah, I'm just going to share a couple of um, just the data points about goal setting and then ask you a couple of questions about you and your journey with goal setting. And so if you guys haven't gotten this yet, we have your Align Coaching Team put together a whole workbook. This is amazing. And I, I, wanna, I wanna encourage you because I'm looking at Kaylee on my screen. She's like, I don't wanna print that and write it down. It's a lot of words, not in a bad way. It's not that she's not intelligent. It's just that her brain tells her, I don't need to do that. I'm busy, that's a lot. And so for years, she wouldn't write it down um, and that's okay. But I would say that when she started writing it down, um, she's like, oh, 
you like, thank you for loving me and giving me the space to not write it down. But also, Allison, thank you for encouraging me and calling BS on myself too. <laughs> so good job. So within this workbook, the first page, we give you some data and I'm going to read these and then we're going to roll into the content for today. But basically, here's some data from a Harvard, Harvard business study. 83% of the population does not have goals. 14% of us, we have a plan in mind, but we don't write our goals down. And then of the people who have goals, 3% write them down. So this Harvard study found that the 14% who actually have goals and think about goals, they're 10 times more successful than the people who don't goal set, right? But check this, the 3% who take the time to write their goals down, they are three times more successful than the 14% without written goals. So I also want to give you something encouraging, and this is also in the writing as well. The most successful goal-reaching people, it's not a lot of work, but they did these four things, okay? It's very simple, but sometimes our brain tells us this lie that it's too much, right? But they did these four simple things. They made their goals specific and SMART. We know like SMART, the acronym for that, right? They're very specific. Not like I want to lose weight, but they're like, I am going to lose 20 pounds this year. Or gosh, I'd love to save more money. When they make it specific, it gives their brain the memo of exactly what's going to happen instead of, yeah, I said I wanted to lose weight, but I'm going to eat this chili dog instead right now. But when you have a specific goal, your brain tells you a different story, okay? So the four things, they made their goal specific. The second thing, they wanted it badly and they were in touch with how it would feel and how they would operate at that goal. That takes time for us to spend and digest and think about our future. Number three, they had a support system, accountability group or mentorship for feedback and support. Hello, health coach community. And number four, they focused on micro habits, not just the big habit of I'm going to lose 20 pounds, but they celebrated each pound or they celebrated each win where they drank more water or when they chose to choose to wake up and walk instead of sleep in. It's not all about the big win. It's about the tiny things that get you there. So I hope that inspires you to get your goals and get them written down. And we have the SMART goal paperwork within here. And then we have what I love that's given me life is this quarterly plan that helps you break it down for your brain so your brain can start to see some success. Type a one in the chat if you've already downloaded this and like crept around and looked at it. Couple ones, good. We're going to link this in the show notes of the podcast, so you'll have it there. And then for those of you who are in our accountability challenge, it's linked in the group as well. And if you're part of our paid community, it's, um, well, actually, it's linked in our, um, in our sister group. So you're going to want to get over into the sister group where we're running this focus group. Um, and if you have questions about that, reach out to your coach and they'll get you added or look in our paid community in the Align Health community. And there's a link that you can add yourself. All right. Nice work. I love that some of you guys already have it downloaded. Sarah, 
tell me a little bit about your journey with goal setting. Like, were you always this goal setting wizard? No, I have always had the knowledge, the statistics, basically knowing that I should and that it would serve me and that I would be more productive, but a little bit like Kaylee of that's not always how my brain operates. I'm kind of a touchy feely person. Um, So I would think about it, um, but didn't very often write them down and quite frankly, didn't very often um, accomplish what I had thought about. Yeah. And can you think of now, like, I mean, first of all, congratulations for having the awareness, right? Like, I don't, I, I think we all know inherently that, yeah, I should have goals. I should write them down. Like we kind of know that, but we don't do it because what types of things was your brain saying to you, Sarah, that prevented you from doing that? Um, probably the biggest thing is just not scheduling it to make it happen. And, um, two of, I got this, I'll remember, (laughs) um, but that doesn't happen. I'm often reminded all the time. I'll I'll remember. I don't know if any of you guys know this, but I'm getting over like the worst disease on the planet. And I've been like, like taking antibiotics and probiotics and pain meds and like putting them through like, I mean, you know, you take them at certain times of the day, but I wouldn't want to get up and write it down. I'm like, I'll remember. No, we don't remember, (laughs) but our brain wants to tell us that. And you're like, yeah, I will. Okay. You're right. Brain. No. So you never, you didn't remember. So you, you wouldn't remember your goals. And then what would happen? Well, for me, I think and it, and it goes through all of that in the paperwork, which I find so helpful and has been life-changing for me. But the big thing for me is I would remember, but then life happened. Um, the emotions came up and they got pushed to the side. And what I was feeling right then in that time became the priority. And my goal that I had was pushed away for what I wanted right now. And, um, when you're writing it down and you're looking at it every day, like my goals are posted on my whiteboard in my room, and I'm creating the habit this year to look at it every day so that I am reminded first thing before life happens, before emotions hit, before the kid spins me up, I am in touch with what I'm moving towards in every aspect of my life. And so that, that I I can have the chance of that winning the day (laughs) versus my emotions. Yeah. I mean, because you're so right, Sarah, like, no, I talk about this a lot and I think it's so important. Like I never want to, there's certain things that we do just on repeat or out of habit that, you know, five years ago or a month ago, you don't really want to do, but you keep practicing it. And then it becomes one of those things that you just do naturally, but no one on here, no health coach, no fitness professional, no one on the planet would tell you that it didn't come, that it came easy, right? Or that it didn't come with choosing to do the hard, but it doesn't have to be 
super hard. It just has to be like managing our thoughts and emotions. So Sarah, how do you, how do you do that? Like, give us your wisdom, girl. Um, Being intentional is, is really key. And for me, it has been consistently, um, community has been huge. That's the bottom line, like staying keyed into this community, um, my coaching community, growing myself, again, being intentional and learning to get in front of my thoughts. And that has taken work and it's certainly isn't coming completely second nature to me, but I'm getting better at it with practice. Um, because when I can start to predict what I'm going to think, start to predict what excuses I'm going to make, um, we, our brains are so good at coming up my brain. I'll speak for myself. My brain is brilliant in coming up with reasons why I should or shouldn't do something, um, to get me out of uncomfortable or into what I really want to be doing or out of what I don't want to be doing. And so being able to predict those thoughts, life-changing mm-hmm. and I, I'm really, mastering that skill by being here every week and working at it. I love that. I mean, it wasn't always that way for you. So for people who are listening, we don't, it's not that we're masters at this. We just know the science or know the data. Like for instance, what Sarah's saying, especially in the goal paperwork, you know, you're not going to want to eat a salad every day of your life. You know, that Friday's going to come around and your girlfriends or boyfriends are going to invite you out for beers and nachos. We know that this is going to happen. And so if you can spend the time planning, expecting and predicting this in advance, you make an educated response instead of an emotional one. And an emotional one for me, what I did for years and years is I would diet and then Friday would come around and my coworkers would be like, Hey, we're going to go have beers. You want to grab one? And I, I want, of course I want to go. It's fun. Who doesn't like nachos and beers, but I would be like, yeah, I'm going, I'll just restart. I'll restart again. And I did that for so long before I was like, what am I missing? And so I started with figuring out, like, I know on Friday, they're going to ask me. Listen, there's nothing wrong with beers and nachos, but if you're in pursuit of weight loss, it's probably not a best option. So what can I do instead? What can I do in my rational brain and my rational thoughts before Friday comes around and I'm hangry and whatever happened at work and you want to go like shoot the BS with your coworkers. So that's a great example for me, but Sarah, what's been an example for you of being able to sit down and think about obstacles in advance and being able to work your way out of them? Um, for me, it is, I like to stay comfortable. I like to get what I want and I've been really fortunate to live a life that has accommodated that. (laughs) And so for me, it was, um, being willing and learning to focus on what I want in the big picture versus what I want right now. 
and then coming up with strategies to live that out. And very similar to what you were saying, Allison, it's like, my big picture is that I want to lose 20 more pounds. And my big picture is, is that I want to consistently keep that on off throughout the year. Um, you are a weekend. I was, a, I work really hard through the, the winter and into the early spring. And then I arrive and we've got pool parties and barbecues and I kind of, um, lax over the summer, struggle through fall and holidays, and then back on that cycle again. And um, like a, a, like a kind of a yo-yo year, you would do that. Yeah. yeah. Anyone yeah. relate to that type in the chat. Um, and so keeping that, that bigger picture goal top of mind, and then being able to, okay, I'm, I'm being, I'm doing great right now, keeping my, my goal in focus come spring. My work is okay. I've got my weight where I want it to be. What's my next goal. Mm -hmm. You never arrive. You always have to keep your mind moving forward. So what is my next goal to keep me moving and focused on that year round plan Mm -hmm. versus just letting my brain shut off and go into, um, a subconscious state and revert back to old habits. Yeah. It's summer time to party. And I don't know about mm-hmm. you, but I, I almost feel like, like entitled to it, you know, like my brain will be like, you deserve this. Anybody else get that? It's like this. hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what we hope to help you with today is one, like recognize you're a human in really this isn't about shame or blame or Sarah's just like perfect and you're not Sarah's taken the time to be like brain this is what we're doing this week I know you're gonna tell me that we should go have beers and nachos but I'm choosing not to do that because this is what I want long term and so when my brain when brain when you tell me I deserve nachos because I worked so hard this week. I'm going to tell you to shut the heck up, right? And I'm going to tell you no and maybe have bell pepper nachos instead. Again, nachos are not the enemy and now I'm kind of hungry. But it really is about, like in this paperwork, it will tell you this. And Brene Brown says this so well. She says, in the absence of data, your brain will always make up a story. And so if you don't have a plan, a roadmap, a map for your brain to follow, it's always, it's not you. It's not because you don't got no motivation or no willpower. It ain't you. It's because you don't have a story to tell your brain. And when your brain doesn't get the memo, it tells you all this fun shit to do, like, we should do nachos or we should totally take off for the summer because you work so hard all winter or we should do this or I don't need to save money for that. I mean, insert all the things like type something in the chat that your brain tells you regularly. This is good enough, right? I'm always, I'll start on, I'll restart on Monday. Yeah. I'll restart Monday. And again, this this isn't about shaming if that's you. Re, please restart, refocus as many times as you need to. But a restart, refocus 
should always come with an evaluation of what happened, right? You're not just restarting for the rest of your life. You're restarting with an evaluation of what happened. Oh, last week, I, Friday night, my coworkers cornered me and I went out. Okay, what could I do differently next time? All right, I'm going to leave work early. <laughs> I don't know. Or I'm going to invite everyone to my house instead and choose to have healthy options and some unhealthy options, right? Like that's a good choice. And so your work isn't to keep restarting, resetting forever and ever. Amen. Your work is to evaluate with your coach or with your community. Um, really ask yourself, why did my brain say that? What could I tell it instead? And then to try something different until you get a different result. Would you say that's worked for you, Sarah? Yes. And part of this paperwork will be like, what, what would a win look like for you? And being able to recognize the small little wins along your long path is so key to getting out of that shame cycle that we're so brilliant at getting ourselves in. And so for me, it was getting away from the, I'm not going to do it if I'm not perfect to what does a win look like and celebrating that. And then also having different rewards for myself instead of the typical that I would kind of go to. And for me, I always thought I was not a bath person. We've had a hot tub. I hated baths. I have gotten into baths in the last month and a half. And that is kind of like, that is like my win when I, when, when I get overwhelmed or I'm stressed. I am like giving myself permission to go sit in the bath, even if it's for an hour and a half and I am loving it and I'm not drinking the glass of wine or I'm not needing to, to escape my reality. So what is that win for you? What does that look like to stay present in your world, but still get that relief or the release that you're looking for? Yeah. And to really take full responsibility. Um, I love that Kaylee put in the chat, it's the small wins. The other thing about goal setting paperwork and actually being very specific is some of these small wins can pass you by and you won't even know they're happening because you're only looking for the big one. If you take the time to be like, I'm going to lose 50 pounds this year, but you don't stop and smell the roses along the way, your brain keeps sending you this error signal of this isn't happening. This isn't happening. But really evaluating weekly. We've got an amazing PDF. We've got every tool you need to do this. Just ask your coach or ask in the community. We have an evaluation tool that helps you understand what worked really well last week. What did I do well? What didn't I do well? And what can I do differently? But those really recognizing those small wins are going to be what get you to the finish line. It's not just a, I'm setting this goal and you wait to the finish line. It's every single step along the way. And without taking the time to write it down, your brain will totally poo-poo or bypass all of these micro wins that are so incredibly important, right? And with that, Sarah, any other parting words? I feel like I've sold the paperwork. It's going to be linked in the show notes. You guys have it in our community. Um, anything you want to add to that about the importance of goal setting and how people could get started? One, I will say, just do it. 
that is my, that is my saying for the year is do it anyway. Um, if your brain is offering you a thought, just do it anyway, get it. And if you really want amazing results this year, share it with your coach or share it with your partner, um, have that accountability piece and then post it somewhere where you're looking at it daily or very frequently so that you're reminded of that positive energy and the excitement that you're feeling as you're filling it out and um, get in touch with that every day. Mm -hmm. I agree. And then just one more plug for the quarterly. Um, This, the quarterly allows you to break it down into micro, into micro wins. Um, And we're here to help you with this. If you get this goal paperwork and it told your brain's like, oh my gosh, just reach out to your coach. If you have one or whoever invited you into our community, or you can email us at align, align health coach at gmail.com. And we will help you with this. We're passionate about it. We watch it change people's lives. So the only way to get better at something is to practice. I went bowling with my kids and the neighbors last week. And there was one kid who was like so mad. It ruined his whole day that he couldn't bowl and get a strike. And I was like, Grayson, he's eight years old. I'm like, Grayson, how many how many times have you bowled in your life? And he was like, I don't know, like twice. And I was like, why do you think you should be good at this? <laughs> you know, why? But it's so funny. Our brains tell us that we suck and we should be good. But he was like, I don't know, Allison, that's not really helping me. And I'm like, well, just think about it. Like, you're probably not going to be good at this at first. Make it be okay. Right. Sarah, you're the yes. best. I love, I love uh, coaching with you and I love your voice and I love the way you share. So thank you so much. Mm, Thank you. Bye guys. I'm excited to see all your, all your work. Yes. Do it. it. All right. Love y'all.